0: No,
1: Costa. What's going on, buddy? It's Ash Wednesday week.
0: <laughs> I did, way to save yourself, <laughs> so we didn't have to edit I f- that out.
1: Yeah, because I forgot. It's really not Ash Wednesday so when you hear this.
0: <laughs> it's Lent, though. It is. Yep. It is. Uh, it's a good. It's It's a good time for it to happen because I was doing really well on my diet, and I have gone off the rails since like the middle of J- uh, January, and like now I'm like, all right, it's it's. You're back we, on. We gotta, we gotta stop the madness. You know.
1: So Jesus, as he's dying on the cross and and thinking of you, is thinking, "This is going to be worth it because Father Dave's going to lose weight."
0: That's right. And yeah,
1: <laughs> He's brought it all. He's together. a
0: gluttonous fool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, well, thank you for for joining us again. I was just informing Father Dave. I hadn't told him because we were away on vacation that last week. I inadvertently posted the wrong.
0: Because I'm an intimidating figure and you were nervous and scared? Yeah, that, that was action. it exactly. <laughs> but I posted the wrong
1: version. Uh, Ricky had made all the edits and I put the unedited version on. So you heard us counting. It's a good thing like... <laughs> it's such a good thing we don't say not nice words. Because that would have been out there. So Heather, we heard you. We, we, we know you like the unedited one better.
0: Guys, this is what happens when you put a guy in middle management in control. This is what happens. This
1: is when you put a campus minister in <laughs> control of, of audio engineering.
0: <laughs> hey, do you, I mean, you listen to the podcast occasionally? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> the only, the, not really. The I try not to listen to my own voice. I can't stand it. So I don't understand why people listen because I can't stand my own voice. I did though last week because I actually liked what we talked about and I yeah. might have Stole a couple of your ideas from my my homily.
1: Well, that's been the history of you since you've been at the school. But you know what I noticed? I, I listened to one the other day. I went for a walk. And, um, you
0: listened to us? Well, I... <laughs> so here's the funny thing.
1: This was the two episodes ago. To make sure everything was okay before that, you would have thought I would have listened to the unedited one and caught that, <laughs> but that week I didn't do it.
0: Guys, the reality is, is that last week we had not seen each other. And he was just growing... Uh, more more despondent. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> but he what did I is fixed. But what I noticed was I I keep hearing myself breathing, and it annoys me so much. <laughs> yeah, that that's what it's like.
0: All right, dark fader.
1: <laughs> no, but you know who I feel like, and and it, it's my own issue. Is is Mike Francesa because he, he was a. <laughs> He was a sports guy in New York for for years. And near the end of his career, it became so disconcerting because he would go... And, like, people were making fun of him. And, and supposedly Mike's a really nice guy. But he, honestly, on the radio, he was a jerk to people. And now I'm hearing myself breathe. And it just, it's bringing up all sorts of bad feelings about myself.
0: A couple of my buddies were some of the guys who used to prank call him. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, those were hilarious. Because he had no sense of humor.
0: He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. So it was funny to, like, I because I, I, would, I would hear it. And I usually was, like, preoccupied while I was listening. So, like, I never really was fully engaged. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then – and I never knew it was them. And then we're driving home from a Met game one day and they're like, oh, yeah, no, that's us.
1: (laughs) That's so great. (laughs) I like people like that. (laughs) So we are – the, the the time we're recording this, there's still some uncertainty about if baseball will come to a settlement. It appears unlikely at this point. Um, yeah, this is really latest, starting to bother me. You, you're not liking it?
0: Well, I mean, with, with so much of the world in a chaotic state, and would, there's so yeah. many people that are financially strapped and burdened, this is. We have so much to be grateful for. They have so much to be grateful for. Like this has got to come to an. end. Mm-hmm. This is. I thought they ruined the season last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that should have been cleared up a lot sooner. What happened last year? But, but they only played like sixty games last year. Oh, it was twenty twenty. Was that no? Yeah, I think so. Are we gonna? Are we? Are we editing this out? <laughs> no, we can let it let it let it just run. <laughs> Wait, are you sure? No, I'm not sure, honestly. Now I I'm, I've lost track of time. I thought last year was a
1: relatively normal season. I'm confused now. But they re- I I felt 2020. If that's oh, what that's you're referring right. to, I'm sorry. But that was a labor disagreement too that went on into the summer and they just couldn't agree on how many games to play. That's right. And it yeah. was it was horrible. And and talk about when people needed it. My gosh. Well, I, that's in most 2020 of the, is when we needed that's it. That's
0: right. Because most of last year I didn't watch. Mm-hmm. I I was fed up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I the last time there was a strike like this was ninety four. Yeah. Um, well, I'm saying a strike I like this. We don't school. know that that wasn't a strike, and we don't know if this is a strike. So the last time there was a work stoppage, and you were in high school.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah.
1: So I was yeah. working at Shea at the time, and I was salaries. So Shea Stadium, where the Mets played at the time, and they needed to justify my salary. So one time they sent me out to Anderson, Indiana, to work at a racetrack. So I spent some time there. But you know, you know who I stalked out there? Carl hmm. Erskine. You ever hear him? He's, he used to yeah. pitch for the Do- Brooklyn Dodgers. And yeah. my dad was a Dodger fan. So some in all the useless knowledge that I have in my head, I knew that Carl Erskine was from Anderson, Indiana. So I got out there. <laughs> I looked him up in the phone book. I went to his house. And I parked outside for about five minutes before I said, this is like really creepy. Right? <laughs>
0: I love how that took you all the way to his driveway. Before, realized <laughs> Before you realized uh, yeah. that was a bad idea.
1: It wasn't it wasn't good. <laughs> there's there's a great podcast about ballparks. I should share it with you. I forget the name of those. I would share it here. Um and he was on it. He was such a friendly guy. He, he probably would have, if like, I knocked on the door, hey, Carl, he <laughs> yeah, probably
0: would have it, been fine with it. Probably with a shotgun in his hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So at least with this work, and then I went to, I spent like a month or two in Niagara Falls. I was all over the place. Oh. But um, I'm, uh, so I, right now, that's my life now. I'm relieved. Even <laughs> though it was a work stop, but I don't have to go anywhere.
0: <laughs> However, I am very happy that we will be starting March Madness. When March the- Madness has already started. It's, it's great. great. Well, I mean, as far as like big games, big upsets, like seating for the conference uh, tournaments, it's it's been great.
1: Did you hear? I know your favorite team is Duke. Um, no, the, I, no, it's not. Oh, What's your least favorite team? Right. <laughs> so Chatevsky's final game is, but it, is that tonight? The last regular season game, or it's this week? The somewhere this week? Yeah. The tickets
0: for courtside oh. are eight thousand dollars. It's it's unbelievable. He's. He, he. I mean, he, he's a, a, from what I gather, an amazingly nice man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've just always hated his program because <laughs> they're always so good.
1: That's why I brought it up again, just to get you off the rails a little. But bit. But he's a,
0: like, if, if you listen to him talk, mm-hmm. like, it's it seems to me that he's got some kind of Christian faith. Oh, is that when right? you, when, when you hear him speak, it's it just you kind of hear it. Mm-hmm. You know the the undertones of it. It just seems like a genuinely good, nice man. It's You're confusing
1: why you don't like him. He has, he's he's a nice man. They have a clean program. He does. It
0: just so what don't you like? <sighs> Maybe
1: you like being it's associated with winners so
0: good. Oh yeah, and I don't like to associate with winners. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one of my one of my favorite moments in college basketball was when UConn beat them mm-hmm. in the championship in '99. I think it was okay. Yeah. That's it. That was one of my favorites. That was my my favorite moments in college basketball.
1: Well, yeah, it is coming up, and I guess is conference our conference championships this week, this weekend. I don't even
0: know. I, uh, the, uh, this weekend, I, boy, I'm I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting where it falls, but I know that they're all the, the seating and. Mm. I know they're still placing for seeds and stuff like that.
1: We spoke about this a little bit last week, so I don't want to belabor the point. But especially now since my hockey season is over, I probably will watch a little bit. Nobody cares about hockey. Yeah, not me even this year. What a disaster. <laughs> so we wanted to um, – when, when the, web, the website, when the podcast was conceived of, the idea because we work in a school was to have students on. Yeah. And then, but because of COVID and proximity, that has been really hard to do. That's why it's been two and, of and us lack for a while.
0: Most-
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit too. So we were able to have them in November when we were out in Indianapolis and we had a, yeah. a bunch of students on, and they bring such, a, um, uh, such energy just to our lives every day, but, but even to the podcast. So speak for yourself. <laughs> they will. Um, we're able to. We're able to do it now, and this is going to be a, a feature that we're going to try to have. It, it becomes a management issue. We would love to have it a little bit every week. Yeah. Um, so we are going to. We're going to try to do it right now. Actually, in our first conversation, it will be about where Lent is expected to lead us.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're probably going to really surprise us. Oh,
1: absolutely. They always do.
0: Especially the ones that were <laughs> Some of them, uh, I'm expecting some wild answers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, let them take it away. Yeah. So welcome to Mark, Anthony, and to Paige. Paige, do you know you have a, a great distinction here on this podcast?
2: Yeah, I know. I, you... I'm the reason you probably went viral the first time.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's not it at all. You are, you're the first student to be on it twice. In Indianapolis,
2: mm, I should get a cookie or something.
1: <laughs> I have plenty of cookies in my office. If you, but it's Ash Wednesday, so you can't have one today. I'm I'm putting my foot down.
2: But I didn't I didn't give up cookies. I gave up coffee.
1: No, but it's a day of, of fasting and abstinence.
2: Yeah, but it, you can have two snacks that can't equal the. Equipment You're going to argue this with meal. me right
1: now. Well,
2: yeah, Sophia <laughs> took a cookie out of your office yesterday, just saying. because
1: yesterday was not Ash Wednesday. It was, yeah, but you Tuesday. weren't even
2: in there, and she just took it. <laughs> All right.
1: So we wanted to talk a little bit about the beginning of the beginning of Lent and maybe what we hope to to get out of Lent and and, and maybe take a little bit of a deeper dive. Let's just see where it goes uh, about what what the purpose of of Lent is, you know, to, to get ready for Easter and how that that goes about. So Mark and Dave, have you given any thought to to Lent so far? I
3: mean, it just started like a few hours ago. So if yes. the answer to this is no, it's really fine. Yes, first, thank you for having me. You're um, welcome. Secondly, I have thought you know what do you what are you thinking about it for this year um i've been thinking deeper the uh giving up something deeper than just chocolate or coffee mm-hmm. playing video games something that i would actually be able to take time and feel that i don't actually need this in my life sure Meaning sure that like the whys of what you're doing the whys yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. something deeper more mature something that nowadays in this culture that everybody wants mm-hmm. and everybody that everybody says that they can't live without.
1: Sure, sure. Oh that's that's really that's a it is a huge deep dive. That's that's awesome. Because I think sometimes it can become very reflexive, like we're gonna do this, we're gonna give this up, we're gonna do something else without asking the whys of it, you know? Um what's been the hardest thing? Let's go back to page for a second. What's been the hardest thing you've ever done for Lent?
2: Um well it's probably gonna be coffee but since Mark Anthony just decided to slander um, My sacrifice, I guess Maybe not so much See, no, I,
1: I don't First of all, I don't think he was slandering it No,
2: I think so Because he purposely added Oh, I'd like coffee Right after <laughs> I said it
1: But That is not true He was talking about the deeper dive into it mm. I will say, though That's not something I could give up
2: Exactly It's a very difficult thing to do And yeah. it's something that I rely on every day
1: what what do you, what would you both say is even the purpose so you know sometimes the church asks us to to sacrifice but it's I, not to be like mean and vindictive or like you're bad you can't have that like what how do you perceive the the call to do these things
2: so i feel that every person can take lent differently it's the same way as like mm-hmm. everyone could prepare for a party differently Ooh. some people put up decorations like first some people cook some people run to the store i like that everyone prepares differently but at the end Usually the parties always come out great. Mm-hmm. So I feel that that's something that can be deeply connected to it. But I also feel that similar to a party that Lent can sometimes be taken as just a trend. And, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, well, I'm giving up fast food. I'm giving up this. I'm giving up that. When it really is a sacrifice, just like Jesus did for us.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that people don't always they often overlook that, and they take it more as this is something I always do. It's something I should do, and they just leave it at that.
1: I think that's so beautifully said. Almost like a social pressure, where where we lose the meaning of it. Yeah, much so. yeah. That's that's very that's very cool. Um, and it's it, the cool. Keep using the word "cool," which is not cool. Um, <laughs> the thing about as, as we get older, too, as as you guys are more maturing into young men and women, um, but even for someone my age, you you every time you go through it, you see a little bit differently, and you yeah. look back in things that you did that worked out. One year, I decided I don't know if it was just Fridays. I think it was just Fridays. I was not going to eat it at all, and. And I had a friend who, like, I would be by three o'clock, I'd be miserable, but I'd be making everybody else miserable as yeah, well. You're
2: like hangry. That's exactly. It is. Yeah. And,
1: and one of my friends said, like, dude, you have to stop that because you're really not helping anybody right now. Mm-hmm. You know? So I said, all right, that's, you know, I'm glad I tried it. That wasn't for me. It didn't work.
2: Well, my grandma passed away in April, mm-hmm. and she was always like heavily rooted in faith. So I I grew up like around the church and around everything. So then. After she passed, I started doing Eucharistic ministry Mm -hmm. and everything. So today when I gave out ashes, I really felt that deep connection to the beginning of Lent. And I felt that connection to her. And I think that that's something that's helping me to really realize how much I'm preparing for
1: this. Oh, that's so beautiful. There's a cloud of witnesses. The people who have gone before us are there with us. Yeah, and that's so cool how that gave it meaning. Yeah. yeah. And that was probably the first time you gave out ashes, right? It was, yes.
2: It was the first time. I've done communion before, but doing ashes uh, was very different because she used to always give us our ashes. Oh. So it was something very great. And then today I'm going to go to my grandpa's and I'm going to give him his ashes. You are? Oh, so nice. Yeah, which is what she used to do. So it's something that's like really important. Is Father Dave hooking you up with ashes? Of course he is.
1: All right, good, 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 good. Excellent. Well, guys, this has been awesome. Is there anything else that you wanted to say? That was... uh. Sitting on your hearts. And I, I will say each of you had about three minutes to
2: prepare for this. So. Yeah, we did. And even though Mark Anthony decided to slander my sacrifice, I would just like to ask him what his sacrifice was for Lent. Because we were talking like half hour ago, and he said he didn't even know what he was giving up yet. So I mean, <laughs> throwing stones.
3: Well, if she wants to get all personal, uh-huh. I don't know if my sacrifice is going to be something tremendous or is it going to be something that's, very small, but at the same time, I feel like I'm gonna make the right decision either way.
1: Okay, so. mm. he's gonna give a page for Lent. Yeah, wow, <laughs> I, I really should. All right, guys, thank you so much. This yes. has been awesome, and um, and we'll we'll try to do it again sometime. Go Cougars!
2: <laughs> thank you.
1: Thanks, guys. Well, they were awesome, and we're going to. Try, as I said, try to do this a little bit more often. So thank you know yeah. thank all the students that do that. So we record this on a simple Mac using a simple program. And uh, before the students were speaking, we were talking about the possibility of the season being delayed. Just because my laptop, it just came up. MLB has put off the beginning of the season. So it's official.
0: It's official. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So want to just send the podcast now? <sighs>
0: <laughs> Can Wait, the gospel? Even do you remember with that? Do you remember when we first started doing the live streaming of the masses? Yeah, back in 2020 when mm-hmm. we were in complete lockdown. Yeah, and you and your family mm-hmm. were watching Met, uh, like uh, replay, like replaying old Met games. Oh, Nets!
1: Well, first of all, it wasn't during Mass. That's where I thought you were going.
0: No, not during Mass.
1: But you, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't, was it all replays? No, it was a like MLB the show
0: ah oh, that's, that's right. what it was Yeah, you started to lose your grip on reality though. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you started but, you started right. talking about the video game as if it, it was a was game an actual season
1: it was because it was the best we could do at the time
0: <laughs> and I remember one time you got so into yeah. what had happened in that video game yeah. I said oh man he's lost it's like it's like that movie inception like they got lost in the dream he can not tell the difference between the dream and reality
1: that is my life and that's not wrong <laughs>
0: But you do not start twitching when you talk about that. It's like <laughs> No, I don't I I don't I don't want to go back to two years. which two years which feels like it was ten years ago. What was what
1: was the weekend you were wearing the was it the salmon colored vestments? I just say pink. It was pink. It was
0: the third or fourth week of Lent. It lent. So we Three probably told
1: the story a number of times, but I don't care because it's so funny. You know, I had the computer up and we were making sure everything was being sent out. This was like the early days of live streaming, honestly. Oh, within before the first couple was of doing weeks, it, yeah, yeah. And I got a text from somebody watching at home, our communications director, who told us they were fighting. I had left comments on.
0: <laughs> so I'm in the middle of the mess, and all the comments are coming up on Instagram.
1: <laughs> but what color his vestments are? <laughs> <laughs> So we turned comments off.
0: Uh, We turned a completely reverent moment (laughs) into an absolute joke.
1: (laughs) I love that story. And probably we'll tell the story next week because I'll forget that we
0: told it. (laughs) So anyway, let's look at some readings. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we are entering into the first week of Lent. And we're going to read the gospel. Uh, Remember, this year is cycle C. And so all of the readings that, have, that we've encountered in the last eight weeks have come from St. Luke's Gospel. We're going to journey with St. Luke the entire year up until Advent. And so we're going to journey with Luke during this Lenten season. And so uh, the, the first Sunday of Lent is the temptations in the desert. Filled with the Holy Spirit... Jesus returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live on bread alone. Then he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a single instant. The devil said to him, I shall give you all this power and glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I may give it to whomever I wish. All this will be yours, if you but worship me. Jesus said to him in reply, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem, made him stand on the parapet of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him in reply, It also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test when the devil had finished every temptation he departed from him for a time
1: sometimes the bible makes me laugh he was uh, yeah. in the desert for 40 days and it takes it makes the point and then he was hungry like, <laughs> yeah really <laughs> i didn't see that coming
0: i, I didn't foresee <laughs> hunger no <laughs>
1: Anytime we see 40 in the Bible, whether it be 40 days or 40 years, it just, it just means a long time. So it's not to be understood as literal. And, and I do think that's an important point because we were discussing um, before we started to record about how Jesus is like us in all things but sin. You know, um, I don't think anybody's surviving a human 40
0: days without food and water. You know, and also too, like the forty harkens back to uh, the time of Moses with in the, the Israelites in the desert. Exactly, and so it's it's the so it's the sojourn, it's the it's that travel, it's that travel period from uh, from bondage into freedom. Yep, yeah.
1: and 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 I we point that out not to diminish Jesus in any way, but to to understand what we're capable of more. Because the closer we realize we are to him with, with this huge gap obviously of sin, the more that we can do to be like him. You know, mm-hmm. if he is just somebody that is so out there we can't even strive to be what that means to be human, then then we might as well just give up. Right. You know. Yeah, so whenever yeah. we took it's it, that that type of statement that we made is not at all to diminish him, but to mm-hmm. help understand him a little bit more and, yep. and actually be in, in more awe. Of him,
0: yeah, because like as it says in Hebrews, as you as as you had uh, said mm-hmm. uh, that Jesus was like us in all things but yeah. sin, and then we see here that Luke is de- describing that the devil appears to our Lord in the desert when he's at a very weak state physically, and there's that principle right: uh, hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. Halt. <clears throat> and that, like, when the human person is going through moments of hunger, anger, loneliness, or very tired, or, or any kind of, you know, amalgamation of that, mm-hmm. that the body and the soul, like, that then the soul is weak and it's and it's susceptible. We'd
1: probably even just call that, like, trauma today. Right. Any type of trauma that right. we've experienced. And,
0: and so to know that uh, that Jesus was like us in all things, but sin, as the scriptures say in Hebrews and for jesus to be tempted here that that luke describes uh what took place after the baptism that it it is it is healthy for us to see that uh that although although he uh you know is god that he was tempted like all like in every single way that you and i mm-hmm. were tempted that just think about any particular way that you and I have been tempted in our lives, that Jesus was tempted in the same way uh, for his time. Uh, really, if I, if I remember reading Pope Benedict's Jesus of Nazareth right? correctly, that at this moment, after the temptations in the desert, that every single moment of Jesus' life, every single second, uh, he was being bombarded with temptations constantly. But didn't, he never caved in to those. Right. He was tempted by the evil one, but never gave in. So he is the perfect example for us on how to overcome temptation.
1: One of the things I think if we dig a little deeper into this, if we look at the things that the devil offered to Jesus and the things that he resisted would be food, power, and, and worship. Mm-hmm. The food one, I think a lot of times, at least on, in, in the common Catholic culture— Lent always seems to be around food. It's kind of the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to give up? Um, for some reason... I, did you grow up with this? You could have hot cross buns?
0: No. Was that a cross we, we on ne- it? We never had that.
1: That's why people laugh at Catholics, because <laughs> we just make up <laughs> stuff sometimes. <laughs> so it is a... Um, it, it's it's okay to talk about food, and, and we probably do overindulge. So there's this, if we think we could... Take things out of our diet to make us healthier. That's perfectly good. Yeah, but but what can we think about as nourishment, but maybe false nourishment that that we take in things that we strive for, things that we uh, desire that like food only fill us temporarily. And I think that's where the power certainly comes in. Um, but even even the, the the nourishment, and I use that word kind of in air quotes of of uh, of recognition. Of of being liked, um, when we when we look for a self definition of ourselves that comes from society, that in a way is a type of food, but ultimately it doesn't satisfy us. It may make right. us feel good for the moment, as food does, but then we need more food, right? You know. So it, it would be a good thing to think about what what can we take uh, this Lent to put out um, put out of our lives. And and really leave more room for God. And we talked about this a little bit for Advent, and I think we were even, yeah. we were even saying um, this would also make a good Lent conversation.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, we actually went into that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we went into that pretty hardcore. Yeah. <clears throat> during Advent.
1: One yeah. of the things that we're, we're doing here at the school, and I'm going to post this on the the Locust and Wild Honey site on Facebook. Is, is We're giving really anybody in the community—it's primarily students, but it would be for, for teachers and, and for parents as well—opportunities to deepen their faith. So when we do go out into desert, when we go in those places that we are uh, maybe feel alone, maybe we feel deserted where we don't have our support, we have that spiritual armament, for lack of a better word, to resist those temptations. You know, Mm -hmm. so we, we, some of the things we're going to be that we're asking the, this, as I said, the whole community to do is, is to go to confession, you know, at least, at least once during, during this
0: is the season. Yeah. Right. The church calls it the Easter duty. Yeah. And the Easter duty is at at least confession once a year. And everybody, a, a lot of people for the most part, make it during this time. I didn't even tell you this this morning. Um, I get a text from a,
1: a former student who was going to confession for the first time, and she wanted to tell me about it. and to ask for, for my prayers, because she was a little bit nervous about it. That's I awesome. I was so pumped. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, what a, what a, great, what a great thing it's to a do. It's a great it, gift. And it can be a little bit disconcerting, because
0: we, we don't like talking about our, our bad stuff. Well, yeah, it, it takes a lot of courage to yeah. go to confession. Mm-hmm. I mean, who in there, like, who... Like who, in their course of their day, loves admitting when they were wrong? Mm-hmm. And certainly not I.
1: And I think God only wants to veil us in His mercy. Yeah, I mean that's that's His desire. You yeah. Know? So
0: I can tell you this, though. I mean, from my own personal experience, the more that the like the more I've gone, mm. the easier it's become. Sure. Because it's not that it's become routine. It's definitely never been routine with me, mm-hmm. but it's been easier. To look that priest right in the face and and say what I need to say, you know, to get it off my chest.
1: There's such a, a segment of the population that we feel judged by. Um, and I will, you know, I've, I've bemoaned social media for a long time about it. Not that I'm against it in general, but it does have that negative effect, uh, being judged and maybe being canceled. And I think sometimes we take that with us too, mm-hmm. as if, you know, God will do that to us, or even the priest that we're talking to right. will somehow look down on us. And I think you've had that experience of, of being a confessional many times where, and I've heard other priests say this too, you realize as a priest, your own humility more oh, and your own, your own brokenness in like a very healthy way.
0: Oh man! Yeah. In the confessional, I've laughed with people, mm-hmm. I've cried with people. Uh, it's it's opened my heart yeah. to an incredible fountain of mercy. Yeah. Uh,
1: so you know, we, we put that out there. Simple <coughs> things like committing to pray in Our Father, Hail Mary, and a Glory Be before going to bed.
0: Yeah. How many of us uh, just take the, the, the like you know watch some watch some television, some mind mind numbing television, uh, or just go from racing, doing, answering emails, and mm-hmm. doing work to you collapse. To you collapse, yeah. Boom.
1: And it just it just inviting God back into our lives before we go to sleep. You're big on gratitude. You like the gratitude list, right?
0: I love the gratitude. Yeah. list. Yeah, want to talk about that a second? Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the challenges is just uh, uh, making a, a gratitude uh, either uh, either for a meal before a meal, uh, thanking God for the gratitude of of the food that you're about mm-hmm. to eat, or Writing a gratitude list out, at least five things Mm -hmm. every day, no matter how good or how bad the day went. Yeah. Uh, I know, probably wake up late from work, right? Coffee spilled all over you. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe one of them is just like, I was able to laugh by the end of the day about how ridiculous the day started. Right, right, right. Or how I rebounded, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, But five things, and I can guarantee over the course of the, over your course of time, You'll find that it's easier to come up with that list.
1: And it, it changes your outlook, too, even how you approach daily things in life.
0: Completely. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. With a little bit more levity in your life. Fasting from screens. Yeah. Which is, I, I think, a challenge for for so many of us. Right. You know, to to constantly be looking at, at what the latest thing is on our screen. Um, it is also health benefits to that because of blue lights. And, you know, they say you should never look at that before you go to bed because right. it keeps your mind going. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we're doing here at the school that I, I think most parishes do too is every Friday we're going to have adoration for lunch and just spending time during lunch periods, spending time, um, you know, before the Blessed Sacrament. I was just telling you this is very cool. Um, there's a um, there's a graduate from our school that's getting married on Saturday, and on Thursday night uh, he and his fiance uh, have invited people to adoration because yeah, they want to cool. share. I wish. See, I I feel very very um, bad that like I didn't think of that when I got married. But what a great idea!
0: Oh, I've 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 been asked to uh, to be the priest that would host that. Yeah, uh, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's the couple and like maybe some of their intimate friends. Yeah, it's kind of something separate from the uh, uh, the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's a uh, it's just a and sometimes it's maybe in conjunction with. The uh, the rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. uh, so it's those those people those close intimate intimate people. It is one of the most beautiful intimate things because it's one of the last things they will do as a couple separately mm-hmm. before they're unified yep. body and soul.
1: You know? Um, I I loved our wedding mass. I wouldn't change a thing, but this this I would have would have yeah. added.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful.
1: beautiful. Did I tell you the priest never showed up for the wedding? <laughs> yeah, he told that's me right? that yeah. story. <laughs> That was a bit of a downer, but but it, it worked out okay. There was like there was another priest, so
0: we'll we'll tell that story at another time. Yeah,
1: we'll save it. The um when we can go to daily mass. Yeah. Again to build up that, that armament and you know to exactly. be able to resist these things that life keeps throwing at us.
0: And and we're gonna bring we're gonna bring that into it, uh, you know, we'll we'll come back to why that's important mm-hmm. as in, with regard to in conjunction with the readings yep. for the Sunday.
1: And you wanna know, talk about the birthday quote? This was a great idea. The way you find – so if your birthday was um, – I'm making this up – July 11th, you look up a um, a quote where the – it's like verse 7, um, chapter 7, verse 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I making this up? You're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I thought I this mean, was a your idea. Well, I mean, upset
0: because like – you know, July sixteenth is my birthday, and <laughs> you had to choose the eleventh. And you know, my birthday is the sixteenth. First of all, I don't know because I don't pay attention to <laughs> to things I'm like that. that. <laughs> well, I thought that was a good idea. You hurt my feelings,
1: but it's a kind of an, a neat way even to. It's look at... It's a neat way to do it. Like look at to, scripture,
0: yeah, to yeah. see what the to see what the Lord is uh, is possibly saying to us. You know, uh, like pull up seven sixteen. You know, yeah. like you know, like chapter seven verse sixteen of. Any verse, just a quick Google search, yep. and it'll all these different quotes. Will, uh, all these different Bible verses will come up.
1: And, and part of Lent is also almsgiving, You know, um, even if it's just making any small donation.
0: Well, you see, that's the, that. Well, that's part of it too. Is that you know the church is the church has a way, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. and that way is uh, we understand to be the most efficient way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, that that in order to if you're going to fast from certain things screen time, food, or, mm-hmm. or other kind of uh, things that we run to, um, well, they take a lot of time in our life. And so giving not just making that monetary donation, but um, like giving of ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're going to take something away, something then has to then be reintroduced. Yeah. Yeah. So fill that spot. Right. Yeah. You know, like, so we recognize what, what we want to, maybe sacrifice for the lord out of an act of love for him mm-hmm. which which we know is maybe a, a, a little uh you know uh is taking a little bit more of our time than than normal but then to hand it over so hand over to the lord sometimes.
1: that that's a perfect segue to something that we just stumbled on right before we we started recording um we were thinking about the words of the um uh, the eucharistic prayer where um, we Jesus tells us to take this, meaning yeah. his his body, to. and so you were saying a second ago to leave room when something's taken away, you got to leave room. Well, part of that is the room to take him. Yeah, you know, if all those things are, are are no longer part of our lives because in a healthy way, then we have more room to to take him.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. So like you know, one of the things that like we were referring to. Um, you know from the the temptations in the desert here is that <clears throat> is that when the devil presents something like it, Jesus says in in the words of consecration at on Holy Thursday Jesus says take this all of you and eat of it this is my body given for you right he's he's asking us to take something that he's freely giving to us that is completely the opposite of what uh, Satan is doing what the devil is doing in the temptations in the desert. He's telling Jesus to take something. He's taking he, he he tempts us to take on something, right? But when the devil is presenting something uh like in like here, it it becomes it it doesn't become an a, a way of freeing our soul. Rather, when he tells us to take something, when the devil is presenting something, uh, to take something from him, it's going to bind us into spiritual chains where we feel oppressed yep. and, and broken uh, and less than. And we're not flying anymore. We're not living life to the full. Uh, and just think about what are some of those temptations? Yeah, In, in, this, uh, in this gospel, Jesus was tempted with bread because he was hungry. He was tempted with uh, worship because the devil knew how intense his, his love for the Father was. and he was tempted with power because mm-hmm. he knew that he knew that he was going to have a following. And so he said, well, why don't we why don't we tempt him in that direction? What are those what are the things and Jesus resists that uh, because he's he's already aware of uh, first of all, how intense his love, for the father is, and he doesn't need any of that stuff, uh, to, to, gr- uh, to grow, uh, better.
1: I, I think that, that's very well said in the, in the wise of those two questions. Why does the devil say, take this? And why does Jesus say, take this? Well, the devil just, I'm just kind of re, repackaging what you said, uh, just saying it in a different way because the devil wants control over us. Because we're always going to want more, and always going to want more, and the only way we can get that more is through right. him. It's ultimately not for him. Excuse me. It's only ultimately not for us. It's for him. Right. Where where Jesus, on the other hand, will will give us our freedom. You you were mentioning that. You mentioned the word freedom. Or I was thinking of it. You know, when when our lives are are committed to him, when we're living as close to being in his life as as we can, um, at any moment we, we could feel that freedom. You know, because we're not tied to all those other things, and we're not tied to the bread, the power, and the
0: and the, exactly. and the worship. You know, um, because that taking. If you just think about too, how many times when we, uh, when we have something, let's just go on for argument's sake. Social media, right? Mm-hmm. They come up with another app, and you know, there's another way to connect. And we're on now. We're on social media for not just the the amount of time that we used to be on just Facebook, but now there's Instagram, and now there's Twitter, and now there's TikTok, and mm-hmm. all these other ways that just consume our time, and we take, and we take, yep. and we take, mm-hmm. and we take, uh, which doesn't free us up. It's really just binding. It's us. like a hamster on a wheel. It's yeah. a hamster on a wheel. Yeah. But when Jesus says, take this, there's the free offer mm-hmm. uh, to be set free. Yeah. Uh, and and in, in the taking there... Uh, it's he's giving himself uh, which is inevitably what the soul needs and the satisfaction that comes with that yes
1: Father jasani who was the founder of the communion and liberation movement um, says that happiness is the fundamental expression of a Christian yeah you know and yeah. and there's no Krishna could be happy twenty four seven. Right, you know, I I've sometimes made that mistake. You hear people, and you, um, they give you an inspiring message, and you say, "Oh, wow, I'd love to be like them." Well, they have their bad days too. Have bad days too? So we're not saying this is for uh, a twenty four seven thing, but but ultimately, if we're not happy being a Christian, there's probably something that we need to work on to fix. And and the amazing thing about our our prayer life is just asking God to show that to me. Right. What what do I need
0: to fix? Yeah, and and you know, just as you know, like just as the Holy Spirit was driving Jesus, uh, to that, that place. Uh, you know, where is the Holy Spirit driving us mm-hmm. in this time in the desert? Yeah. Uh, like what, what is he asking us to kind of participate in or to kind of, you know, uh, to, to enter into prayer, like St. Paul says, I don't know how to pray. We do not know how to pray as we ought. We need the Spirit to uh, to guide us in that. And so what is the Spirit leading us to in prayer? Where is he poking us?
1: I think the question that comes to mind when you say that is, well, how do I know if it's the Spirit leading me or how I, do I know if it's my own desire? And, mm-hmm. and like we're really honest with that question. It literally can be confusing. You yeah. Know? Um, and I think one of the ways to, and I don't think there's a clear answer in every situation because our, all our lives are completely different and we come upon different situations in our lives where sometimes we have great certitude and other times we don't. But is, is where we're going leading us to more freedom? Right. You know, and and I think if it is, we say that's probably the Holy Spirit. If it's leading us towards maybe something that might feel good, but but has a shelf life, or it has, there's no way this would end well, then we know that's not the Holy Spirit leading us.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. How many times have I been in my in my spiritual journey mm-hmm. have been prodded by the Holy Spirit to maybe repick up my relationship with my with the Blessed Mother? Mm. You know, where maybe I stopped praying the rosary mm-hmm. or I stopped praying the memorare and how many times would I go to mass and my eyes would be fixed on her, <laughs> you know, her, that statue, yeah. uh, or I would be, or I'd hear a homily or somebody given a talk about their relationship with the blessed mother or how influential she is. And it would bring me to tears because it's like, I'm so stupid. I've been, I, it's been prodding me the, for all this time. And now I got to do it, yep. you know? And so that's how that's how we know. That's how we could kind of know. Um.
1: And it, it and there's so much in our lives. And maybe it's even more prevalent in a school where everything is earned. Grades are earned. Um, status is earned. Places on on teams are earned. And that's not anything wrong with that. But you, you start to get into that mindset, mm-hmm. you know? And it's so countercultural to say, no, you don't have to earn this. Just ask for it. Yeah, because he wants to give it to you freely because he loves you unconditionally. Yeah, you know yeah. And that's a hard concept.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it might be the very thing mm-hmm. that our Lord is asking of us this this Lent, right. To kind of really be open minded to and uh, or or a soul open to, mm-hmm. uh, so that so that we can grow yeah. in that freedom. Well, I think um, we
1: pretty much. Uh, Parse that a little bit, right? And pulled it yeah. apart, and well, we hopefully,
0: hope, we hope you articulated that well.
1: <laughs> if not, uh, and we said this before, there is a lot of other podcasts. You, you know, please write us, and we could send you in a different direction, <laughs> because we too care for you,
0: <laughs> and we never want you to lead you to something to a dead end. But, uh, but my friends, it's to to kind of end on this note, uh, like we like we were talking about, like with with the temptations from from the world or from the devil um they they will only seek to find ways to control us Mm -hmm. whereas jesus is not looking to control us he's looking to set us free uh in in the offering of his body and blood and so if there can be opportunities this lenten season for uh, you to get to mass at another time other than sundays or to go to adoration, uh, for um, uh, you know, for diff- different opportunities that different parishes are hosting. Be in His presence, receive Holy Communion, and allow the freedom uh, and and those words that command: take me, you know, take Him, uh, take this uh, to be the driving force this Lenten season. Be a good journey.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah well thank you guys and we'll uh, we'll see you next week all right god bless take care if you would like to contact father dave or me please follow us on facebook at Locust and wild honey we appreciate your comments on all platforms including spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts please tell us what you think and share with your friends